This is episode 537 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, October 15th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cruznez, and today I'm going to talk about some more Blackout, and that's about it. Um, I, I haven't had much time to play a lot of stuff because I was finalizing the second episode of Attack the Backlog, which went up on Sunday it's about El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metatron, if I haven't already said that. I'm pretty sure I have. But I'm really happy with how it came out. It's about 24 minutes. It's a little longer than the first episode. And it's got some fun moments. I was really happy when uh, one of the fine folk over at the Player One Podcast Discord who checked it out made a few gifts of it. Because when somebody makes a gift for your video... You feel like you really accomplished something. But they captured two moments I really like from that game and from that video. One of just terrible platforming. Uh, and then the best boss fight in the game, which I think you need to you need to see to really experience. But I'm really happy with the reception of that video and the reception to the first video. They've gotten a good amount of views uh, and decent uh, audio downloads as well so i'm happy with both of the sides of that coin and i'm excited to record the audio for episode three maybe later today if i'm feeling up to it which is spec up the spec ops the line uh and after that because I, I always want to record the audio before i jump into the next game so that's why i want to get that done pretty soon next game not sure yet. I've been thinking about... I, I, I'm going between so many different things. Uh, most recently, Mirror's Edge. Because I've never... I've played maybe an hour or so of it. I think I got to the point... Probably a little bit longer than that. I'm pretty sure I got to the point where you first are introduced to the combat in the game. And then I was just like, eh. I don't know. I'll move on. I'm not, I'm not feeling this. But I would like to go back to it because it's not too long. It's... Something I remember fondly, despite that thing um, of me not finishing it. And it looks gorgeous. It still looks fantastic. And even on the regular 360, it looks good. But on the Xbox One X, uh, it is enhanced, I believe. And it just looks so nice. I mean, it looks like a current-gen game uh, when you look at a lot of the games out there. Um, But that one's one of a handful that I've just been thinking about. I've also been considering Psychonauts, um, the Star Wars Bounty Hunter game, which is not Star Wars Bounty Hunter. It's something else. Um, the first part, I think it's Republic Commando, which might not be the Bounty Hunter game. You might just be your Republic Commando, so it's not a Bounty Hunter game. Um, but that was one that was on my mind and... There, there, are, there are a few others. There are, there are things I also want to do with full series. I would like to actually play through the entire attempt to. I don't know if I would have the the balls to do it because I'm a big baby with horror games. But I would like to go through the entire Resident Evil series, the main series, not offshoots like Operation Raccoon City or Outbreak or the various on-rail shooters and what have you. Because um, I've only finished five. Because it's not really... It's a great co-op shooter. 
it's not really a I, I can't even say it's not a great Resident Evil game because I don't have experience with the series to say that. But from what I've heard, it is not uh, indicative of the series as a whole. But it's a hell of a fun shooter and a hell of a fun co-op shooter. Um, so I'd like to do that at some point. Uh, the Silent Hill games, at least two and three, I'd like to go to. I mean, they're, they're, I, I want to give horror a chance because they're supposed to be great games. And I just need to suck it up. And, and do it. And I'm all for horror games where you have some ability to defend yourself. The ones where you just have to run and hide are the ones that I just can't deal with. But um, those are some of the games I've been thinking about. And then I also just think about older games like for the NES and SNES. Uh, some are longer, but then there are games that take maybe... I, I don't know, an hour or two, and should I just do a single episode on those, or should I look at like a franchise um, with Mega Man games? Should I do one through four, one through five, and then six through ten, or something like that? I don't know, uh, and and also because those games, while if you are very familiar with them and have played them a lot and know everything you need to do and not going in blind like I would like to do, I I wouldn't want to research. Oh, you should do this, this, and this. Um, the amount of time it takes you to actually finish it, despite the actual length of the game being rather short, could be significantly longer. And they're challenging as well, so it could take you a long time to finish just one level when you have when you don't have that experience to fall back on. Um, and I, I think for me, I really just want to focus on a single game per episode, um, which means that you could do ten episodes for Mega Man one through ten. Well, I mean, there's eleven out now as well, but um. That's something I'm just messing around with. And then, going off of that, I have finally caved, and I bought both the NES and the SNES Classic. And a big part of the reason for this, uh, specifically with the SNES Classic, is for future episodes of Attack the Backlog. And just the fact that there are these games in my... Well, there's this very big gap in my gaming history that's called the SNES, the Super Nintendo. It is the only console I've never owned, not even way after the date. I have an N64, which I've barely played, but I have one. And I have some box copies that I don't know where they came from or how I got them. I have a box copy of GoldenEye, uh, Ocarina of Time, Super Mario 64, maybe a Banjo, I think some other ones, maybe like an F-Zero or something. I don't know. I have a lot of like, oh, these are great games for the system. Why do I have them? I don't know. Where did I get them from? I don't know. I don't even remember where I got the system from. I might have gotten it on eBay, and maybe they came with the games. But I feel like that would have cost more than I would have been willing to spend on a system I had no real nostalgia for. So, other than playing GoldenEye a whole bunch of times at Toys R Us in their kiosk, I would go there and I would just be there for an hour playing their Nintendo 64 because I didn't have one. No way in hell I could afford to have two consoles. I um, was lucky to have the one. But the SNES is a huge gap in my gaming uh, history. I played a smidgen of Super Mario World and a smidgen of Super Metroid, which I didn't like, but you know, I should give it another chance. And a a good amount of Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time on the 2DS, 
I think wait, Ocarina of Time came out on the 3DS, I believe, and Mario 64 was a 2DS game. I could be getting that wrong. I don't remember exactly, but on those handhelds, that is where I played a good chunk of those games. I really liked 64 a lot. Ocarina of Time wasn't bad either, but I quit maybe like six hours in at a point where I'm trying to infiltrate a castle, and I think I had to be stealthy, and it was just annoying me, or I just I gave up without even really trying. I don't remember, but I played it for a good while, then put it down, and I haven't returned. Um, those are 64 games, though, and not Super Nintendo games, uh, which is, I, I forget, I, I, I was confusing Ocarina of Time with a link to the past because that's what everyone does but i've played that for maybe five minutes and i think i just play that like an on a rom or whatever it's like oh this is a thing or i'm i might even own it on the wii u i don't remember what the hell i own on that thing but i i have that ready i can hook that up now along with the wii which i i, I got an hdmi thing which i may have mentioned already uh so that i can capture footage from it and all that so I'm able to capture footage from a good uh, collection of consoles now. I still, I wish I had a PlayStation TV. I really am disappointed by the fact that when uh, Target was doing a lot of clearance, I think they had them for maybe 35 or even less. Uh, I just wasn't able to find one. I, every store I went to, when I would check to see what their inventory was, they'd all be gone. Or they just wouldn't be out, or they'd be misplaced somewhere. They're like, if they're not in the clearance section, good luck trying to find uh, an employee who can find you a copy of it because it's just, it could be lying anywhere or it's already gone. Um, but I, th like I said before, there's a 3DS thing I saw, which may or may not be what it says it is. I don't know. It, it's it looks it sounds confusing in in terms of the description and it being a real thing. Um, but I picked up the classics, specifically the SNES classic, because at some point I would like to actually play these games and it seemed like a good way to get to do it. Um, and there's a, there's a good amount of games on there that I can play. And also on the NES, I mean, there's like Final Fantasy on the NES classic. The SNES classic has Final Fantasy three, which I don't know if, is that six? I don't know how those things work. Final Fantasy is something that I don't know anything about, but that's a series I would also like to cover, but RPGs are long. Hopefully these early ones aren't like hundreds of hours and just like 20 or so hours. I don't know. Um, there's Earthbound, of course, uh, Secret of Mana, uh, Secret of Mana, 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 uh, Super Metroid, of course, uh, Super Mario World, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I should, you know, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to discriminate against really short games. And maybe with those ones, those could be like, uh, things that I could at some point just get a lot of them done. Uh, and they could be shorter episodes, 10 minutes or less, and they could be in between the larger weeks. So, you know, attack the backlog bite size edition. Number one, I would think of a better title than that. Um, Attack the bite log. <laughs> I don't know. B-Y-T-E. Uh, -E. um, but yeah, I could maybe just like get a lot of those in the can and then have these smaller games, and including like little indie things or whatever that are an hour or two in length, and have those be 
these little in-between episodes. That is something I could do. Uh, maybe I can make that a Patreon thing. If you supported, you get this. I don't know. I don't. I don't like doing that. Patreon's weird. But another reason why I got them is because they are incredibly easy to hack, and they have a nice UI. And I've already hacked the NES Classic to put on a few. Like I put on a few of the games that I have cartridges for that I just I don't have. I don't think I have or I have an NES. I don't think it's working or I may have thrown it out because it's not working or I don't know, but I have all these cartridges. No way to play them. The Retron N, uh, Retron 5 is something that I have seen varying opinions of. And there are things about them as a company that make it questionable and just, you know, I don't know. And I I still will buy cartridges and stuff like that. It's just for the tur for the uh, capturing uh, purposes. For capturing purposes, this seems like the best way to go. And yeah, so I have those classics, and I'm gonna play some classic games at some point too, which will be cool. Yeah, right. It's amazing how tiny they are, especially the the. Uh, Super Nintendo, and just how light they are, they feel incredibly flimsy. Um, I had to Google how to put a controller in the SNES one because I didn't read the instructions. I'm just looking at this thing like, what opens on this thing where I can put in the controllers? But um, they're nice. They're, they're nice looking. And one of the things like I I, I brought my Ouya out of my <laughs> out of storage uh, to potentially play some older games. And it works, but it's not pleasant. And the UI is not pleasant. I think you can put on some other stuff that will make the UI better. But even so, it's still not a great experience. Whereas, at least I haven't I haven't tried the SNES Classic yet. But the NES Classic, I really like the UI. It's really simple, clean, easy to use, easy to get through things and find things. And just, it's really nice. I like that. Um, I've, pooped, I've poo-pooed on it for... No, no real good reason. I just I look at it and I'm like, well, I think the reason why I've poo pooed on both of them is that it would be nice if they just put every single like if there was just an NES store and an SNES store on the Switch, so that everything can be on one device. And it'd also be nice to take these games and have them uh, be at least able to be taken on the go. Uh, I know that they've released some on like 3DS and whatnot, but Come on, forget the 3DS. It's all about the Switch now. That screen is so much nicer. You you expect me to go play on my new 3DS, that tiny ass screen? Mm-mm. No, I don't want to. I want to play on the Switch. But uh, yeah, I got those little classic bastards, and who knows? I I'm I'm surprised that we still haven't gotten even five more games that are added to the PlayStation One Classic. If we have, I haven't seen it hitting the rounds anywhere, so that is surprising. And the you know the choice to not include the analog sticks and everything. I don't know about that. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the full list is there, and how much onboard memory is on that system for hacking purposes. Because you know what, if I if I can, I'll just hack that thing and put a bunch of PlayStation games on it. And then 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm not excited about that. Hundred bucks, like eighty bucks. That's pricey. Hundred bucks is like, um. So yeah, who knows? I never thought I'd buy these two pieces of. They're not pieces of poop, but I never expected it. And then I blame my excitement and love of doing uh, attack the backlog uh, as the reason for it, which you know isn't a bad thing. I'm just, I'm, I'm having such a blast with that series, and I think about it a lot. It's just a lot of fun, um, and I, I hope, I hope it continues to grow. I would, I would love it. I would love to see it continue to grow and get more views and potentially help grow the channel because I feel like a lot of the stuff on the stuff like this podcast, it's not that great. Because uh, I mean, the podcast is fine. People like it. That's good. A lot, a lot of audio listeners, a, a small amount of video listeners, or video watchers, whatever. Um, because the video isn't all that special. It's just me talking in the mic, not looking at the camera because I don't like it. It makes me feel icky, and it makes it makes my body dysmorphia just go crazy. And I hate the way I look. And I like I like this for me because I feel like I look less shitty here in this three quarters esque view. This profilish view. But um yeah, I don't know where the hell I'm going on. I'm just rambling. This that's what this episode is. It's just a rambling episode. That's what it is. And that's all it's gonna be. Because I don't I don't know what else to talk about. What was I talking about? Attack the backlog? Uh and how much I enjoy doing it? Yeah. I hope people watch it. The one thing I, I really would like to do Cause it's nice getting that bit of support and you know, I had probably three, four times patrons, uh, for a period. And then so many, like, they weren't, it wasn't like a lot of money or anything, but just people left off when Patreon was doing the things. I think a lot of people just left because I know a few left when pixelated radio ended cause they liked that. And then the rest were just, I think probably scared off by, hearing that the patron changes were really bad when it was charging them the tax and all that jazz. Um, but yeah, like it's never going to be something that supports my life or anything, but I would like to see more people support the show and the site and all that, just cause it, it does feel nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I, I know how many people, consume the show and all that and it'd be nice if it was a higher percentage of the audience who supported it with just a buck a month and whatnot um so yeah i think i also played just the tutorial mission and the first mission a little bit of new game on xbox one that came out last week i believe what is it is that space hulk tactics game uh yeah that's the title of it. Space Hulk Tactics, which is in the Warhammer 40k universe. And it's set up in an XCOMI way where you move your units and then the enemy moves their units back and forth. And it seems, at least in the first few missions, that the way it's set up is that you're on like these space station things. And you need to get a certain number of your members, your squad 
members to a, a specific point on the map. And then you'll have some secondary and bonus objectives as well. But then the gene stealers are these fierce looking monsters that'll come after you. I'm sure people who are aware of the, the IP and that universe know exactly what they are. I'm not a big Warhammer person, but I'm enjoying it a little bit I've played because I enjoy that type of game. But one thing that's annoying that I haven't found if there's a way to speed it up is that your space marines move very slowly. And I know they move very slowly, but I don't want to watch them constantly move very slowly step by step by step by step. I wish I could speed it up. I don't know if there is an option. There probably is because I'd be crazy if there wasn't because they move so slowly. Um, but one thing I wasn't expecting and I like is that you can switch between the isometric view, the over to as an overview of the entire map and all that to better figure out what you want to do and plan out and stuff. But you can also uh, hunker down into a first person view. Which is cool. Um, it allows you to sort of look around the environment a bit more. Um, but I don't see, I don't know if it's actually useful in any way or if it's just sort of a novelty. Either way, I like it. Novelty or useful, I'm, I'm a fan of it. Um, it does seem to be, there are two difficulty levels. It's like veteran and regular or whatever. It does seem to be a bit more not brutal is not the right word but a, a bit less forgiving in terms of your movement uh you can move diagonally which will save you moving uh, a space but the orientation of your character which way they're looking so you know if an enemy is to their right and you want them to look that way that costs a point as well one action point you get four action points per turn you have certain cards that you can use that will give your characters certain abilities like extra strength on a melee attack uh, stuff like that or you can discard these uh, sacrifice them essentially and they will give you a certain number of team action points so if you use up all the action points with one character but you want them to do a few more things you can sacrifice a card for that um yeah basic actions you know shoot melee uh, overwatch which is the basic uh hey if something moves on the enemy's turn and it's in their line of sight they will shoot at it um, there's an interact which you do to I, uh, in the tutorial you're turning on other space machine uh, space marines um, but you also can interact with like door controls and if you can close a door and block off an enemy they'll never be able to get through those doors are impenetrable uh, they cannot be broken, but the door controls themselves can be broken. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, but I'm liking it. It looks good too. And I, I really I really like the first person thing. Even like I said, if, if it is just a novelty, I do still like it. And I like the way the audio changes and it's much more immersive. It's much more just noises coming from everywhere. It's, it's a lot heavier. It just feels really cool. Uh, and I like the way it looks. Um, but yeah, I played so very little of it to really give any kind of strong opinion about it whatsoever. But first impression wise, I like it. They've put in, trickled some story bits in there. I don't care. It's not done anything for me. Um, but yeah. So other than that, you know, played some blackout, uh, and 
Uh, I'm really enjoying that. I didn't really play much this weekend. I played a little bit today. We just went ahead a, a small break and had a few a few good rounds. I did two rounds, I believe, and ended up maybe in the top 25 both times. Got three kills. In my second match, it was awesome because I found a rocket launcher. The first time I've ever found one of those. And at one point, I was up on these stairs because I knew somebody was coming around. I could hear them outside. So I'm like, I had my gun out and pointing at the door. I'm like, wait, I have a rocket launcher. They're not going to expect, because I, I think they knew I was in there. But they didn't know I had a rocket launcher. And so they open the door. I shoot the rocket. Didn't kill them because I guess they were, I don't know. It was weird because I killed another person later on with that rocket launcher. But it was just funny because I, I shot the rocket launcher. And I shot the rocket at them. And you could immediately see them because they were coming in after me. Rocket, uh, splash damage, all that. They immediately run out the door. Uh, and then I came out the door after them. I was like, I'm, I'll just I'm gonna hide here. They know not to mess with me. I'm like, no, I'm going to go after them while I can. So I was chasing them. And they were you know, just doing circles around this building. And then there were two more people coming up. There was like one guy getting chased by another guy. I shoot a rocket, kill the one guy. Then the other guy ends up killing me because I was in the middle of reloading the rocket and I should have just taken cover. I was trying to, I think I was trying to take cover and I just waited too long before I did that. I was just like on a high from killing the guy with the rocket and I saw the other guy. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to get him too. And then I'm like, oh, wait, there's that other guy. And I died. But it was good. I'm enjoying it, you know. Those first three matches were just really sour, but everything since, even if I end up not doing that well in a match, I still am having a really good time. So it was just those first three matches where I died like in 30 seconds every single time. I've had a really, really good time with Blackout. Um, and it continues to run incredibly well. I've never experienced any lag whatsoever. And it looks great, you know, for how big the map is and how many people are playing. You know, the fact that it runs well and looks great. That's a big thing. Um, and then Forza Horizon 4, the one thing I wanted to mention is that, because I, I, I forgot about this last episode. I, I, I said that I wanted to say something, but I can't remember what it is. What I remember is I was telling people a few episodes ago about how you can do this business thing, and they could bring in credits for you. And it, you should do it because it'll get you some free money. It doesn't matter if you do it. The amount of money you get is absolute garbage whatever i have my 18 or 20 stars in it you know it's a total of 30 stars you don't get credits every time you boot up the game you get credits credits you get credits one time a day and for me with my 18 or 20 stars you know about two-thirds of the progress in there i get a measly nine mil not nine nine million would not be measly nine thousand credits a day that's trash that is worthless get it out of here you get way more money by just leaving a mixer stream open in a tab. And then every time you log in, you'll have level up a few levels. You'll get a few spins out of that, and you'll get more money in those spins. So just do that. Um, they both require you to do very little. Um, but, yeah, I think that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marco Genez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my Animalist, Steam, Twitch, all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I'm the Kush Three. I guess there's a there's a hack going around. People sending messages, breaking systems. I don't know. I don't know if my messages are private or not. I should probably do that. But if my PS4 bricked, I wouldn't really give a shit. Um, I would care because I still own it. I don't want it to be bricked. 
and apparently you just factory reset it and everything's fine. Um, the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, all of which are on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And like I said, brand new episode of Attack the Backlog went up yesterday. Uh, it's about El Shaddai, Ascension of the Metron. It's also available on YouTube, youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage. And really happy with how it came out. I really hope you check it out if you haven't already and that you like it uh, because I like making it and I hope you like watching it or listening to it. I, I still I can't stress enough that I think with Attack the Backlog, watching the video is so much better than uh, listening to the audio. Um, and there was something else that that made me think of. What is it? Attack the Backlog. Uh, oh, yeah. I should. I don't need to say this on that show because people just get it. But my whole idea about doing it on the 14th and 20th of every month, I'm not doing that. It's just going to be every other Sunday because I like, I like it being on the same day instead of it being on the same days every month. Because then it could be on a Monday or a Tuesday or whatever, and I don't like that. I kn- I already know that since it, it worked out this way that they both days have been on Sundays that it's fine, but it's going to get to the point where it's not on a Sunday and it's going to really bother me. And I'm just getting that out of the way. I like, no, forget it. Every other Sunday that works and that's how it's going to be. So every other Sunday, 12 PM central time, that is when the episode will go live on audio form, uh, in audio form, video form, everything. Um, and I'm now setting it up so that like there's a little post follow up in the, the post on the site which has all the audio links and all that jazz, as well as a link to the actual video. So, yeah, check out Attack the Backlog. I'm really happy with it so far, and I really hope you give it a chance. Um, And if you like crazy kooky colorful art, you can go over to pxsart.com and check out my art over there. You see something you like, you can click it and get a bigger picture of it and then you'll get a link to where you can purchase a print of it uh, and if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way uh, every little bit is greatly greatly appreciated and if you have suggestions on things i should do that make it more enticing because all i do is like okay everything i, I make i want to do i just want to make for free i don't want to put anything behind a thing but like what do you think? Like with Attack the Backlog. Some stupid AMA about an episode for people <laughs> who support that? I don't know. That sounds stupid. Why the hell would anyone do that? And also, you want to ask me anything, just ask me. I don't care. Ask me on Twitter. I'm not going to not talk to you. I don't get it. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's because I don't, I don't think there's anything remotely special about me that I should look locked behind a paywall um but that will do it for this here episode of the pixelated sausage podcast and this is where i say 